Hi guys, it's been a minute. Welcome to My Thoughts, My Views, Conversations with Shanta, also known as Maria, Maria Free Spirit. Now, it's been a couple weeks because I've been down taking care of my family and I was a little under the weather. Just been um, a little busy, but I haven't forgot. So I got on here today because my heart is like heavy, especially for the young people, the young people of the future. They are so under attack. And I had said this a while ago, like in 2014, um, I just remember feeling it and I put it on like my Facebook because like with my Facebook and Instagram account, I really all I do is post like prayers and scriptures. And whenever God give me a word, I'll put it out there. So I, I'm from Ben Harbor, Michigan. That's a small town. And um it is one of the most violent places ever. So nowadays we're in a season and we're living in a time where so many young people are dying. Like people are constantly getting shot. And it's like, dang, that stuff is hitting home. I'm glad I, I'm from there, but I don't reside there. I live, I'm out of state now. I live elsewhere. Um, but that is so sad. I mean, people are getting shot up by the ball. I'm like, what in the world's going on? What is possessing young people to kill each other? What are y'all in competition for? Are we praying as parents? Are we praying for not just your child? Pray for the children. Pray for the generation. They are the leaders of tomorrow. It seems like the leaders of tomorrow are getting gunned down. They don't have a chance to see tomorrow. And that, like, my heart is so heavy with that. And then... These are the young men. And sometimes some young women are dying too because they're in the wrong place at the wrong time for men and for the young men and women. Especially in this area, Ben Harbor, Michigan. I'm like, man, if y'all don't come up out of there, get away. If you love your children, you want a better life. It's not like you can escape death, but it's so, such a small place. And people have the tendency to stay in the areas where the violence is at. Why are you going out to that area? If you know people got shot over there, if you know it's rowdy over here, why even set yourself up there? Set, set yourself up like that. Nobody's exempt. A bullet said, oh, no, that's Bobby June. We can't hit him. A bullet don't don't identify people. It just go where it's aimed. And people, you know, you said people don't kill people. Guns kill people, but it take a person to pull the trigger to do that. And I see what the enemy is doing. If you guys can't see through the smoking smoking screen, then I don't know what to tell you. This is why it is detrimental to be in prayer. This is why it's detrimental to fast. So you can be more in the spirit realm and hear what the Lord is saying to you. Saying to us as a whole, especially the body of Christ. Which I continue to pray for and tarry for, for our minds and our hearts, that God, that we guard them, that, that God protect them, that we don't let the enemy seep in and start tap dancing on our thoughts and our hearts. Because it's going to come a time to where you're going to be turned over to a reprobated mind. You're not going to be able to receive what God is saying in your heart. You're not going to be able to see what is going on. You're not going to be able to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying and hear past the lies when somebody is saying things. Because the enemy is busy and he is working at a high speed it is accelerated but also as the enemy is on acceleration so is god he's pouring our spirit he's heightening our discernment he's giving us wisdom he we are equipped for this time this is not a time to hide in the house and not speak up this is the time to be praying and crying out and reaching souls before they don't get to see tomorrow or the next moment we need to be walking in love there's no reason why Young people should be ending up dead. Like who in the world? Like this one thing that I don't, I can't 
I can comprehend because I know it's the enemy working. Once you just don't make time for God, you're not in his presence. You're not trusting him. You don't receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. You have grace, but you don't have that protection. You don't have that protection because you're allowing the enemy. You just you you just gave yourself over to the enemy. No matter how young you is, but if you know better and you know what Christ did for us on that cross, and if you reject him and don't receive him, then you're rejecting coverage. It's grace and mercy that we're under. And a lot of times we're under the prayers of other people, um, prayers of your parents, prayers of your grandma, prayers of the saints, prayers of the body of Christ, because the prayers of the righteous avail as much. But when you're praying for somebody and they don't want to receive it, just like God don't force himself on people, we can't force those prayers to work for you. It's what you're, when you're rejecting something, you have to be careful on what you're rejecting. Don't reject the love of God. He's not going to force it. He will always offer it. And he's always there. His protection, his love, his coverage, the blood of Jesus. When you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, you are sealed. You are sealed. It's like it will pass over you. But you have to know that you know. You have to believe it with everything in you. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. That Jesus is Lord, that you're protected, that you're covered, and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. But if you're out there walking naked without the covering, what do you expect? He said, my people perish for lack of knowledge because we're choosing not to study the word of God, the Bible, the love letter, the legal documents on how we should be operating and what to watch and pray for and what to look out and how not to fear if you just put your trust in God. But we walking out like we are just, um, what do you call it? Like we are just exempt from danger. And then you live in an unholy life, an ungodly life. You're not under the covering. God does not take his covering. You come from under it by not doing his will. Because once God says something and he said it out, his word don't come back void. And he's not going to say a thing and then start adjusting and changing his mind. God is constant. He do not change. He is not a man that he shall lie. He said, let all men be alive, but let God be the truth. Let him be the truth. Believe God's report. We're falling to believing what another man says, man being human being, spirit man in a human body. You're believing them when they're on this earth, striving for the same thing, trying to get to know who they are, trying to see if God is real or not, because they don't even take the time to have a relationship. You're believing what they say over what God's word says. This is why you need to have a personal relationship with God. You cannot go through your pastor. You can't go through your mom. You can't go through your husband. You can't go through your siblings. You can't go through other people to get to God. Jesus was that ladder. Jesus is the, the lifeline. Believing that God sent his son to redeem us back unto God. To reconcile us back. To have the opportunity to, to live eternal life with our creator. Why wouldn't you want that? What is so wrong about God sparing you to be with him forever? Because this world that we live in is temporal. This is temporarily. So don't get your, your hopes and anchors rooted in this temporal world. Because you all, everybody got the exit one day. So if I was you, I would try to get to know my creator while I'm here. So when I exit out of this realm, I can be with him forevermore when the time comes. But everybody is just like on their own mindset. God gave us a way to live. 
and you can still have a fulfilled life of abundance of peace, joy, happiness. When you face trials and tests, it's to bring out the better you because we're constantly transforming. It won't make you feel like, woe is me. Why is this happening? You, you look at it like I get an opportunity to grow. I get the opportunity to give God the glory and praise him and get closer to him. The more God allow me to experience things, the more I get to know about who I am in him and who he is. It's not about what God can do for you. He already done enough by placing you in his will in a time like this. He created you for a time like this. He didn't have to bring you into this world. He didn't have to do that, but he did. But we all, a lot of times we get beside ourselves and think it's our own reasoning why we're here today, why we woke up this morning, why we had the accomplishments that we have. We are nothing without our lifeline. Everything moves by the power of God. It is nothing in you that causes you to be what you, the accomplishments, the accomplishments, the success. God wire you to achieve these things. Now, whether you give him the glory or not, you will be held accountable when it's time for you to stand before him because he do not take back what he have given you. And however you choose to use it for the glory of God, for the glory of yourself, which would be for the devil, he's real. That's going to be up to you. You have a choice. God does not interfere with your free will. Then that will make him a liar. Free will is freedom of choice. He didn't want robots. He didn't force. He didn't say you have to love me. You have to worship me. Or else he gave you a choice. If you do this, this what will this what type of life you have. We're made for worship. Why do you think people start when they get money, they worship money or they start worshiping money because that's all they chase and that's all they see or women or drugs or sex or trying to outshine somebody or transforming their body so somebody else can like it. And then when you do that, that person will see somebody else that look a little different from you and then be on to the next person. It's not about your outer, your physical we are here all going through a purification to get to know God again, to come back to your father, come back to your father's house and let him make you perfect. We are made perfect in his love. But somehow the enemy has tricked everyone in this society, this rat race that we in. And we're so focused and driven by money, nine to fives, trying to be this, trying to be that, trying to chase the bag, trying to be an entrepreneur instead of a kingdompreneur, kingdom citizens. When you are called by God, you will know. He said, my sheep know my voice. Stop going against the grain. Your life will be much better than the life that you think you want because you didn't create you. God created you. So he already have a life for you, but he will give you free will to choose what you want to choose. And then when you choose what you want to choose, look what you go through. You go through hell, you go through hurt, you go through brokenness. But if you turn to God, he can take all that. And make it work for the good of you. You will learn your lesson. You will get wisdom so you can help other people discover the love of God. And to know that you don't have to suffer. That everything's going to be alright. God can make you brand new. He can take all your broken pieces and make you whole. We have to turn away from the hate. Why are we busy fighting each other? The Bible said we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not against each other but against principalities rulers of darkness and wickedness and, and high places. That is the enemy that's causing all this chaos that's going on. It's so much distraction. People are losing their lives left to right without an opportunity to come to God. What is so wrong with coming to God, knowing that you have a creator, 
We are not self-created. Why wouldn't you be appreciative of having this experience and God being so loving and giving you mercy and grace to, to keep you, to sustain you? Can you imagine if God pulled back his mercy and his grace? Do you know what happened to what will happen to this world? If you think things are evil and wicked now, could you imagine what will happen? Right now we're covered because God's people are here. We're here to help win souls. We're here to spread the love of God. The kingdom of God is at hand, which means it is within you. If you can't recognize that, if you can't take the time to just to see if it's real, go to a secret place, go to a class, separate yourself from people and get to know who God is. Ask him, are you real, Lord? Please come into my heart. Show me. What's the truth? Give me the truth, Father God. Whether if you don't believe your pastor, what if you're confused? What if you're trying to come out of it? Come out of your relationship because the church lied to you. You got church hurt or you're thinking about religion. God is not about religion. He's about relationship. We as human beings are made for relationship. The enemy is tricking people to be self-centered, self-absorbed, selfish. When God called us to be selfless. When you take care of other people, walk in love, help the sick, the afflicted, the homeless, those that are in need, the orphans, the widowers, those that are in jail, those that don't know love, those that are hurting, those that are grieving, even those that may treat you bad. They don't treat you bad because that's how they was born. People are in the conditions that they are in because a lot of life experience and they didn't get to come to know God. But if you can walk in that love, it'll be because of what you chose to do through obedience that would draw somebody to God and God will get the glory. Being a part of God, that's, that's, that's the best thing you can ever experience in this time while you're on this earth. You don't got to wait to get to heaven because you don't know if you're going to make it to heaven. Heaven is within. That's what people don't understand. The change that's going to happen and the second coming that's going to happen, the rapture, all that is not going to be what people think it is. It is better for you to get to know God, to read the Bible, to accept what the Lord has said. And as you read it and you come in the spirit and truth, Lord, I'm going to clear my mind and I'm going to listen for what you're trying to tell me. Everything that I thought I believed was true, I'm going to release it. I'm going to denounce it and let you fill me with the truth because I want to know. I keep hearing about church and I keep hearing about Christ dying on the cross and I keep hearing about is God real and I keep hearing about the devil. Ask God for yourself because you have to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Don't go off what somebody else says. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be open unto you. Do it for your own. You have to know this for yourself. And once you realize that, you'll be so passionate and on fire to tell the next person. Because a lot of people got others misconstrued about how to come to God. He said, come as you are. Once you come and you taste and see that the Lord is good, blessed is the man that trusted in him. That will be the day that changed your life forevermore. And you will never regret that you did. There's nothing that you can do to change yourself. God does the transformation. All you got to do is say yes. He didn't ask you to stop doing this, stop doing that. But once you experience God and realize who he is and the greatness thereof and what he has done for you and how much you need him, you, you will voluntarily stop living the way that you're living, especially if it's not beneficial, especially if it's, it's, it's causing guilt 
And you're convicted when you're doing things you ain't got no business doing. When you're feeling a certain type of way, if you don't have peace and if you got things bothering you in your mind, you got negative thoughts, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling like you're lonely. Well, God, none of that stuff can reside. It cannot. So I suggest that you try the Lord, especially in these days that we're living in. Seek God for yourself. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things shall be added unto you. I promise you, I can put my life on this. I will give up my very life. If this is a lie, it's not a lie because I've done it. I've lived it. And God has appointed me to give you this message at this time. I can only speak from experience. I don't have to get on here to feel like, oh, I got people listening. That's not what it's about. Your soul is at hand. Your soul is important. Do not jeopardize your eternity for this temporal world that you're living in, which is a lie from the pits of hell because you're living in a world of make-believe. They make you believe whatever it is that they want you to believe. And believing that you don't have a chance with God is just not right. And believing that you're not chosen and believing that God doesn't love you and believing that God doesn't exist and believing that the devil does not exist. If you look around, you see God all over. No human being can come up with this idea about life. We didn't just pop up out of nowhere, baby. This was love that set us here. This is love that has given us a chance to come back to love, to realize love, to walk in love, to be purified by love. Love conquers all. And we're not talking about no sexual love. How Hollywood has perverted love to make people think it's about laying down your sexuality. That's love. That is not love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is sacrificial. Love is not puffed up. Love is caring. Love is understanding. Love is correction. God corrects and chasten those who he loves, just like parents with their children. If you love somebody, you're not going to tell them something wrong. If you love somebody and you see that they're running real fast, and they're coming to a cliff and at the end there's going to be a long drop off. Would you let them keep love running? Would you let your child keep running and go over the cliff? Then you don't love them. But if you tell them, no, don't go that way because you can die. That's the same thing when we're trying to tell you about God. Seek him first. He will change your whole life. Everything that you thought you knew, everything that you thought you can do, ain't even possible without God. Only reason why certain things in your life kind of work out and go a certain way is because God gives you grace and mercy. But if you want that change to where you know that you've been changed and you know that it was a supernatural higher power, come to God. This is an invitation for you to try him. This is nothing to force. What do you have to lose? What, what do you have to lose? Just to try God. This is something that will bless your whole entire life and it will bless others. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Let me tell you something. From my experience, and there's many others that have the same experience that God is real. But for you not to say yes, you have your eternal life to lose. But if you say yes, you have it to gain. I would rather for to believe than not to believe. It is better to believe than not to believe at all. Because I'm telling you, babies, you don't take a look around and see for yourself what is going on. Shame on you. Come now while you have a chance. So that's going to be the end of this um, podcast. I just wanted to share that with you. I wanted to extend that love of God with you. you. We're meant to become the best 
version of ourselves that we can be until God make us brand new. Do not miss out on that, please, man. You you don't have a clue what complete separation from God feels like. If you think this is hell, wait till God is taking away his grace and mercy and you, you have you don't have the presence of God anymore. To have complete separation from God is the scariest thing. Depart from me, I never knew you means that you don't have a relationship with him. You didn't take the time to get to know God through word, prayer, and fasting and seeking him. It's the best feeling. I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong with it. Your best bet is to try him. So I love you with the love of God. Be encouraged. Don't give up. Come on into the room of peace. Rest assured that you can be still and know that he is God. He will be exalted in the land. He will be exalted. He's getting ready to shake this land, y'all. It's not a game. It's not a joke. Take heed. You don't have to believe me, but you can go consult with God. Ask him, is this true what that I am saying? I'm not forcing my words on you. I'm just being obedient. Whether you want to hear it or not, you don't have to. It is up to you. But as long as I do my part, I know I'm being obedient to my Heavenly Father. Take care.